Hi everyone, you're here with the Young Folk Podcast. Today we're joined in our living room sessions by the band Pelts, who are going to start us off with a song. Um, what are you going to play for us, guys? We are going to play Ghosty, which is about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually. <laughs> so it's <laughs> but it can be if you want. You can interpret it however you like. Okay. Exactly. As with all art. <laughs> You're a bit of a ghosty You're the ghost, you're the ghost for me And I'm in love with you, mostly I am boastfully yours And mooning around after you After you pulled the plug on me actually release it yeah, kind of did. right on Halloween a couple of years ago Handy. Yeah. Um, and I actually originally thought we thought we might have been coming here in October that may have been um, uh, but it sounds nice with the piano anyway so yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, I like it all okay so we're gonna 
seamlessly now move into one of our favourite sections of the show. Oh, yeah? You guys, because you're big fans, will know all about it. <laughs> it's called Fact of the Day! Woo! <laughs> Fact of the Day! Yay! Yay! Woo! <laughs> okay. Woo! That went well. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's Fact of the Day. Um, we were actually talking briefly about Elton John earlier. Yes. Uh, talking mm-hmm. about the classic tune, Step Into Christmas. Mm. Um, but did you know that Elton John actually turned up to a house party in Glasgow what? in the late 1970s? <laughs> did you know that? What I did not know that. Like, what, what just turned up at the door? What part of Glasgow do you know? <laughs> it's near Knightswood somewhere. Don't oh know exactly God. where. That's not that far from here, really. Yeah. Is it? It's kind of like west. Yeah, just a wee bit further. Like yeah. We're basically in historic yeah, times. Yeah, rocket man. but apparently it's because his manager at the time was a guy called John Reed who lived in Glasgow obviously good guy and uh, he just turned up at his party but hey that's amazing can you imagine partying with Elton John in the 70s especially Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) that's when his outfits were the best Mm -hmm. that's probably when his partner was the best definitely Mm. when his wigs did he even wear a wig then I didn't have the show here. But that was like <laughs> top Hilton fame, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Hilton, that was it. Kind of mid- <laughs> like all the best of them do. <laughs> <laughs> so you are... Sorry, have I just interrupted No, you? I was just going to say, that was fact of the day. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yay. 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 That was better, an excellent fact. I'm going to tell people that by tomorrow. I'm excited. Good, isn't it? Is it a genuine <laughs> fact or are we going to make fools of ourselves? No, it is. A, yeah. Don't just make up the facts. Come on now. Well. <laughs> what kind of place do you think this is? <laughs> part, of the f- part of the fake news media. Yeah. All oh, right, I see what you mean. Mm. No, I'm pretty sure it's real. Pretty sure. Okay. I've seen it on... I'll like, buy it. I'll buy more it. Than, or more than one More website. than one place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I did my research. I see. I will cast no more aspersions on your... Thank you. It's probably a Wikipedia page on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> you pay your two pounds. He's on to me. He's on to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are a band based in Glasgow. Yeah. Yes. Um, when did you all start playing music together as a band? Mm. Mm. Well, there's a long, there's a long story. history. I could do it really quickly. Yeah. So, okay, we actually. So semi quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Stu, who's our bass player, not with us tonight. Hello, Stu. There are actually three um, people missing tonight. There are so three, but there's only half of us here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Stu and I have been playing in bands together for many a year. And so the first sort of band, proper band we had was called Verbal, which then turned into The Ocean Floor. Ooh. And we, at that point, we met up with a young man called Ollie, right. guitarist. And then that fell apart. <laughs> Ollie went and started another band. Stu went on holiday. Um... <laughs> And then I was doing a thing called the Recovery Club, and towards the end of that, Ralph came into the picture oh, on the keys, and uh, a chap called Ben. Okay. A, a thumper of drums. Oh right, yeah. And when that all uh, kind of disintegrated, Pelts was born. Oh, and in the meantime, Natasha and I had met at. Yes, yeah, so we met at a book group. Yeah. Um, and I used to organise, kind of tribute nights for Elliot Smith every year on the anniversary of his death uh, and Graham and I already knew each other from the book group and then one year 
uh, we decided that we would perform a song together at one of the Elliot Smith nights. So we played Between the Bars. And then after that... We also played Say Yes. Oh, did we? We played yeah. two songs? Yeah. Oh, they were the best again. two songs of the night, weren't they? They were actually <laughs> the best, you're right. The guy from Still Game said so. He did. <laughs> He did. That's on the that's the fact of the day for you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't okay. do a song. He, he actually we. He gave a very um, good fact of the day. Okay. Actually, mm-hmm. um, so the guy who plays Bobby the barman from Still Game, um, what's his actual Gavin. name? Gavin. Gavin. Gav. Big Gav. Big Gav. You know Gav. <laughs> um, he he lived with Elliot Smith in New York. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you not know Seriously? Yeah, yeah, they lived together. That is a good link. Um, Adelaide Smith used to hang out in Glasgow as well. Yeah, because Just hoping for Elton John to turn yeah. up. <laughs> well, you know. He had a Scottish girlfriend, Elliot yeah, Smith, so yeah. he spent a bit of time um, in Glasgow as well. And yeah, so you, Glasgow just has this way of like catching people, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I was at this thing last night in Edinburgh because my... What is she? My grand-sister? So it's my great-auntie. Great yeah. yeah, she used to be a sculptor, and it was this mm. thing, and they've written a book about her, but she's been dead a long time, so I've never met her. But we went along to this thing because we're the family, blah blah blah. And the guy who wrote the book stood up in the middle of this room full of people from Edinburgh. There's about two hundred people there, and um, basically said, "I wrote the book about Edinburgh, but I like Glasgow better, and here's all the reasons why." And the whole yes. room was just like, "I was standing at the back pissing myself, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> Glasgow's way better." <laughs> but I thought that was pretty brave. That's very but brave. he also mentioned that Glasgow just makes you feel at home mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why Elton John and all the rest of them like it here. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a big one. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he, he keeps coming back. Sorry, this is keep going back to Elton John. He keeps coming back and playing at Airdrie Stadium. Like I've that's got right, pal, does, I've got pals who are like, oh yeah, I'm going to a gig this weekend. Oh, my whole family's going to see Elton John at Airdrie Stadium. <laughs> He seems, to have done, he seems to have played like Airdrie Stadium yeah, like every tour for the past few years, which is he also played a gig in like Perth one time, I'm sure. Mm. Perth or Dundee. Yeah. Like he genuinely just loves it here. <laughs> like Scotland. <laughs> Don't blame him. Don't blame him. No. It's anyway. so strange that you keep coming back to the same place though without anyone knowing the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There must you be a reason. Most people go to Airdrie once. <laughs> <laughs> And if they don't live there, they don't, yeah. They That's don't, like my yeah. favourite thing about Airdrie. The train to Glasgow? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people of Airdrie. The, where I used to stay, that was it was in the catchment area for Airdrie, in terms of, uh, for like, um, when I get called for court duty. Mm. What's the word? Jury duty. Jury duty. And I had to do it in Airdrie <laughs> Sheriff Court. And well, opposite Airdrie Sheriff Court is a barber's called Nut Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of made my whole week. I had to go in like the Monday and the Tuesday, and it just made my whole week. <laughs> so, do you guys all have the similar tastes in music? Um, hmm. I th- I think so. I think that we've we've definitely got we've got like one strand that connects us all, and then we all kind of each have our own yeah. individual extra. There's definitely some things that maybe one of us loves that another absolutely abhors. Are you thinking of anything in particular? Yeah. Well, I'm, I know well, I'm a big Beatles fan and Ollie hates the Beatles. Does he? I didn't know that. Ollie's a big Radiohead fan. Mm-hmm. Ben hates Radiohead. I also didn't know that. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this interview that could turn bad apart. That makes me feel weird. Like, I thought... Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the truth. Shattering the words are all happening right now. That's what we live for at Young Folk Radio. Yeah, this is what we do again. It's just all the wee bits and pieces that we have in common. And and there's other stuff as well. I think, like, for, for us in particular, I mean, Natasha, things like TV comedy and stuff yeah, like that yeah. doesn't seem like it should be an influence, but... And also having come from a book group. Yeah, yeah. Our literary um, backgrounds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> terribly literary. Yes. Yeah. So how does your songwriting process work? Is that kind of coming from one person or different people come up with different bits and pieces? Or? I would say this, this seed of many ideas would come from Graham. Probably not yeah, all, not all of them, but like a lot of them. It's starting to vary a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's evolved over time. But most most of the stuff that we do currently is starts off as something that I've written, but as soon as like that song Ghosty, mm-hmm. I had a, a quite a jolly little number, and it was going absolutely nowhere. Then Stu, who's not just our bass player, but something of a. I, an oracle of um, <laughs> I don't know he just has these he just has these ideas that shift the song right into where it needs to go yeah. and there's always one person in the band that does that and it's always the quiet ones yeah mm-hmm. it is yeah. is there ever a danger of the quiet one becoming like the cult leader because he's like if he's like the oracle and he can see things into mm. the future is he slowly just convincing you all by the way, he might be. I've never considered this before, <laughs> but he, he could be. He's a dark horse. He's a dark two. horse. Yeah. Is it, is I've done him for more than 20 years. And yeah. And he keeps on bringing in those bottles of Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, but suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious. Only now do you see the suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, to, to be fair, if you were to meet Stu, you would banish that thought. Okay. <laughs> But, but, but maybe we are just I'm too just a fan of blind a to see it. Theory, yeah, so yeah. Immediately yeah. I've latched onto it and thought, yeah. yeah. I don't know, I feel like maybe this thought will eat away at you all My goodness. the next time you see him. You and then you'll just be you like, know, you've got to do a regular check for possible cult leaders. <laughs> you do, <laughs> so that you know. I'll check his pupils. <laughs> I'll check his pupils when I see him tomorrow. Yeah. See, uh, if there's I'll anything. I'll get a polygraph for yeah. Christmas for the band. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I should sort a few things out. <laughs> this is really taking a turn. <laughs> oh, it's happened today. We've gone dark. Dark. Because you started with a song called Ghosty. Yes. We're going along this sort of dark. Yeah. Well, the song wasn't dark, but you know. But you can't be scared of a ghosty. Nah. Scared of a ghost. A ghost. It's a ghosty. Nah. That's like a panto ghost. It's a wee ghosty. It's a cute ghost. It's essentially somebody under a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you guys use the kind of male and female voice in harmony um, quite a lot in your music. Yeah. It's very I, d- I tend to do the male one. Yep. Okay. No, that's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, <laughs> do you switch it up sometimes? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Well, yeah, some. How's yeah. your falsetto? Uh, this time of the year, not so good. Yeah. You know, all the cold, I feel like I'm getting a cold, so yeah. I think that I could do a good. A bit of Mar- Marianne Faithful yeah. type thing. Yeah. Nico. I know you, you don't Nico. like Nico. He doesn't like Nico. No, no, I, and I like Nico. Mm. That's mm. just going to harken back to your, like, what do you have yeah. music in common kind of thing. There's been, a, there's been, over the years, the last couple of years, there's always been, I guess with six people in the band, people can't always make certain gigs, so we've yeah. always been quite good at filling in. There's mm. been a couple of gigs that Natasha <laughs> hasn't made, 
and I've sort of done the backing yeah. vocals. <laughs> and on those gigs, Graham's called me Fotasha. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good name. So. Fotasha. Well, you insist on wearing that wig. There's less eye contact in those gigs. Yeah. <laughs> but is that something that you kind of use as a foundation for when you're writing songs? Is that like an identifiable sound for you now, having the kind of harmonies? Because it's not something I've really necessarily hear that regularly with other bands that I would say. I think so. I think so. I think... I'm just looking at you. Dead air. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I don't know... I don't know so so I, I play in another band and my wife sings oh, okay. in that band, so it's just... It's just it's, it's a different sound, but it's, and I wouldn't say I would never ever write a song with the idea of two vocals in mind. No, really? I just like I always just like present the song and then she yeah, finds a way to happens. do it. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. No, I think to, I think to be fair, that is true. Yeah, yeah. I think it just the, for me, like some words come into my head and then the tune arrives and then it just goes from there. Some, and I guess some of them find it easier than others. Like yeah, actually, yeah. so the one I'm, pr- I'm kind of we should probably say this after the next song, but I'll say it before. But the, <laughs> like, who could love me now? Like started off as a completely different song, and Graham mm. was singing it, and then we were trying to work it out, and then it just as soon as Natasha sang it, kind of on her own, it made oh. total sense. Okay. So in a way, it's it's a really good dynamic to have because some mm. songs ends up some songs you might end up chucking away. Because yeah. you just can't think the right really, sound you just for needed it. to swap things yeah. around a bit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We've also got good. a song where um, we sang it, like you would sing a song, but then um, it just wasn't <laughs> yeah. working out properly. It's called Another Place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we decided to speak the verses, which I know sounds a bit weird, but it really, really works for that song. And as we soon fully, as we did that, yeah. it started out as a oh, like, kind of jokey, why don't we try it in band yeah. practice? And then... It ended up sounding really good, and now that's like I can't even remember what the song was like before. No, I think we fully expected it to sound ridiculous. Yeah, and we weren't gonna be able to like take to, ourselves seriously to try hard or something. Yeah, but just, I don't think it but does. no, well, we hope not anyway. <laughs> Steve Lamack begs to differ. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, Steve Lamack played was, it on his show in Six Music. No, no, keep it in. We're big time. It's a big moment for us. <laughs> this is the only one that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Obs. Obs. So, what's one instrument or a sound that you haven't used yet, but that you would like to try? Hmm. Good question. That's a very good question. Strings. Strings. Strings, yeah. strings would be just, amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're really gonna go for strings over a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's got kind of <laughs> Rolf Harris <laughs> pedal yeah. connotations. Oh, right. So. Um, yeah, we tried, we tried the wobble board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fully established, isn't it? But, um, <laughs> I, 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 I really like it. I've always wanted to have a sort of, you know, the sort of lap steel, pedal steel sound, mm-hmm. but I think it was a bit overdone for a while, and now I can't seem to find anybody who plays it anymore. Yeah. In Glasgow, anyway. Yeah, it had its one phase. Yeah. Are they expensive? <laughs> lap steel. Uh, it depends on the kind. I know there's a certain kind which is like a hang drum, and they're like oh, right. a big kind of circular, and they're fully hollow. But they've got they look a bit like a steel drum with the indents in them, mm. but they cost like two thousand pounds. 
this is sometimes the thing. It's not like finding the right person. It's finding someone who can afford it. Expensively. Yeah, they sell gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's so expensive. Jeez. I quite like a zither as well, hmm. personally. What is a zither? Do you want me to vocally? Well, you get the strings and you hit them with um, with wee stick things. And it's like, the, is it the... Oh, like a, is it like a simple one? Ding, 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 ding. I played a simple one before. It's like the wee thing that you hit with hammers and it goes... <laughs> it's it sounded just... quite similar to be fair yeah yeah, yeah was it was it funny <laughs> yeah. talking about uh, we might be hmm. we'll come back to it yeah we'll, we'll revisit it yeah. yeah we did actually have a kind of extra member of the band for a while who played french horn no, no. 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 He, he, because he's he is french, french. <laughs> 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 he's a he is a horn player so we would say he's our french horn player but it was oh, a it was actually a well. You are allowed to play no other type of horn. A flugelhorn. Ooh. Yeah. Just a bit. I mean, a flugelhorn. Um, it's not dissimilar to a trumpet, but it's just a bit more, a bit warmer, maybe. Yeah. He's actually he appeared on our first couple of singles. Yeah. Yeah. Did you fall out? No. No, he's just a bit of a free spirit. So yes. like it's just kinda hard to pin him down. Yeah. Like he might float back into the band at some point, but you he'd just probably just know. he'd probably just turn up to a gig sometime. Because <laughs> yeah. that used to happen to actually genuinely one time we had yeah. a gig and uh, we weren't expecting him to come and then he just kinda joined us mm. on stage randomly at the last minute. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the bar is out. He's he's a consummate musician. Uh, so we'd love if you could play us another song, please. Yes. Oh, well, yes, very nicely. <laughs> well, are we going to do... Uh, this is our most recent single. Yeah. The song we were talking about, Another Place, with the speaky bits. Ah, Sorry, it's a bit of a technical term there, speaky bits. But um, it was... A, it was, a, it was a, we called it a double, a double A-side single. So Another Place was one of the songs. And the other one was this song, Who Could Love Me Now? Mm-hmm. What we were talking about not a, just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, it all comes together. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna play that one. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you. 
your face was lit by magic Your words like pebbles thrown Into the severed sea of memory with no sound Can you still remember How we were when we were children You haven't changed at all I'm still the same old stranger I told you I saw something yesterday about what's his name again? Calvin Harris. Uh-huh. He's planning to release an album of sad bangers. Sad bangers. <laughs> that just it made me think like of Placid Willies. <laughs> Kinda. She looks sweet, doesn't she? And then that comes. <laughs> This made me think of really glum sausages. Yeah. Mm. Could have been a very quite a few number of things. <laughs> Has he been through a big breakup or something? You're looking at me like I'm the fountain of all celebrity oh. knowledge. Taylor, but Taylor, Taylor I think. Did he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I d- I've never actually heard of Taylor Swift, so Stop. I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> Some kind of singer or something. Yeah. What songs? Hmm. Would you She's describe as sad bangers? So I have no idea. I know what like, sad like is and I know what a banger is. Power ballads? Uh, they're, they're, they're are they bangers? Uh, I, that total eclipse of the heart yeah, is. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it certainly makes me sad. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler. But how would he, like... Yeah, it is a banger. Like, it's a banger, but it doesn't bang. But maybe he's going to make it bang. <laughs> Did you know? Total eclipse of the heart. Boom, 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 boom. Like that. <laughs> I could do it for him. Yeah. Job, d- job done. Dropping. Job done. <laughs> I have an, an another fact of the day, which has just run to mind. In Germany, there exists a musical called Dance of the Vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally translated. Really? Doesn't sound any better in German, so that's <laughs> fine. Uh, and they, it's a musical about these vampires in this town and these lovers who are trying to get away from the vampires. Every song in that musical, except the first one, is Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> oh my god. Rewritten in various different ways. 
with all the different lyrics about the vampires. That sounds and amazing. It's genu- and people love it. They absolutely love it. I think I'd love it. You so don't notice it until about halfway through. Really? And you're like, all these songs sound exactly the same. How does, how does it take so long to notice? Because there, it creeps it's, up because in it's you. done with different instruments at different speeds right, right, right. and oh, different right. lyrics from different people. So you're like, oh, well, in a musical, it also is supposed to sound thematic anyway. So it's supposed to be similar. Yeah. So you kind of give it benefit of the doubt and go, well, it mustn't be the same song. It must just be something similar. And you're caught up in all the vampire drama. Yeah, it's of course, yeah. The first song is called Garlic. <laughs> and they just come out and they sing garlic, 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 garlic for like five minutes. That's, that's I would love to, Are they saying garlic or are they saying garlic in German? In German. What's that? Is that knoblauch? knoblauch. Yes. Whoa. That was a, a, a linguistic banger. <laughs> right there. That sounds like an absolute nightmare. I, like I, I would, I would go, I would go. I think we may have discovered another uh, musical oh, uh, line difference. in the band. Yeah, yeah. How, what, what's your take on musicals? I think we've already been there. But you know, we were actually just talking about this earlier about how. Well, I was talking before we arrived here about what we might do, sort of cover versions for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was reminded once again of our possible Mary Poppins song. Yes. Yeah, mm. we've, we've always wanted to come, um, like, not collectively as a band, because I'm not sure you're into this, but... Um, don't say which one, don't say which one is. Do a cover oh, of uh, Feed the Birds. Oh, yes. Ah, yes, that's a good one. That's a sad oh, banger. That, that is, is a sad, sad banger. banger. Yeah. yeah. Julie Andrews herself said so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> it was a sad banger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Julie love Andrew. musicals. Like, I, I, I really love musicals. Yeah. What's your favourite? Uh, uh, Calamity Jane. Classic, yeah. yeah. Is that the one with the song about newsreaders? <laughs> Kit Garraway, Kit Garraway, Kit Oh my Garraway. god. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, one of the only musicals I ever went to was when I was um, little and my mum loved Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. So she took out the whole family to see Cats. Oh god. I'm not a When we were coming out of Cats, um, like uh, the place my family was in, my grandpa was there. And, my mum said, so dad, did you enjoy that? And he went, eh, aye, I did, but eh, why were they all dressed as cats? <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you could sit through that whole thing and still have an idea. <laughs> it's, it's based it's on... Cats. They're dressed as cats. What is the reason for this? <laughs> well, fair enough. There isn't ever really explained. It's a logical yeah. man. <laughs> it's based on the T.S. Eliot poems, yeah. Old Possums, Practical Cats, or something. But do they tie it all together into a story? Well, it's no. very loose. It's yeah. a bit. I thought it was a bit rubbish. Yeah. No, so the the idea, the loose story is mm. that they're, they're all the cat, the jellical cats. That's what they're called. The jellical cats go to the jellical ball. That's what they call it. Yeah. And so. There's one kind of rough idea of all these cats wanting to go to the Jellicle Ball, but we don't know. I mean, it could just be that they all dance around in the kind of cat alley that they live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the older cat who uh, wants to be beautiful again and young yeah. with the young cats. But mm. nothing really kind of happens beyond that. <laughs> in, that as I know. <laughs> in that cat sings memories and it's really sad. Yeah. The sad cat that wants to be beautiful. Oh, is that, is that from Cats? Memories? Yeah. Yeah. Memories. Memory. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All alone in the. Uh, so we're gonna let yeah. you uh, <laughs> bless 
<laughs> Welcome back to Elaine Page. Oh, Sunday. that is my guilty pleasure. Not that I feel guilty about it, it's just my pleasure. Like, um, Elaine Page's uh, musical show on Radio 2. It is good, yes. Such a belt. She's uh, ever so slightly unhinged. I like it when she calls herself EP. EP, yes. No, I bet, I bet nobody else calls her that. Yeah. I love that. Is she one of the it's people like who spontaneously bursts yes. out a song, though? EP, like, for when she's not a musical? I don't recall her ever bursting into song. She just got manic laughter. I, think maybe I like manic laughter. Things. She does have a funny laugh. Yes. Yeah, she? Yeah. Like she's maybe had a, an, uh, a liquid lunch, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> Every day. By which I mean a bowl of soup. Sing it, she kept trying and then she couldn't get high enough and she couldn't do it properly. Oh, and no. she kept trying and then she was like, Oh, I'm just not gonna do it. And she smashed the place up. Oh, that's oh. like walk off and a half. Uh, no, I don't, storm. I don't know. She didn't seem to EP be out. She was like, Oh, sorry, guys, you know, oh, I can do whatever I want. I'm EP. Very jolly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, talking about Elaine Page and musicals, which can we stop talking about Elaine Page and musicals? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say one of well, one of one of my guilty pleasures. I feel like I, I, I shouldn't really be talking about this. Tell us. But the, that oh song, God, it's from a. <laughs> but that's that song that she did with the, in the musical with Barbara Barbara Dixon. You know that I know him so well. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's in. No, it's from Chess. Chess. Yeah. The one that's written by the Abba dudes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Great, great, great episode about musicals. It's a nice wee song, that. It's just a wee idea for you there. <laughs> Maybe you should cover that one. Yeah. I'm washing my hair that night. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to come out of this character now who <laughs> pretends to like stuff like that. <clears throat> right, so what is the best gig that you guys have played? Ooh. Ooh. Um... I, I was convinced you were going to say the best gig you've been to, and that's so much an easier an answer than... Mm. Best gig that you played. Well, it's not always easy. Some I have asked other people before, and yeah. they sometimes quite struggle. Yeah, because picking the best is hard. Yeah. yeah. So. It's really hard. It's really can, hard. Can we do one each? I can tell you yeah, which yeah, one. Sure. I can tell you which my favourite gig was, and it was the very first gig I played with these guys. Was okay. it? What, was it one of the ones when Natasha wasn't there? <laughs> no, I think Natasha was there. It was. Um, it was a King. It was a King Tots gig. And yes. Oh, yes. And it was quite last minute that I'd so so I'd known Graham I met Graham in the recovery club and then Pelts were going for maybe about a year or two years before It kinda sounds like we met in eight yeah. or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh and uh Was that the gig with the crooks? Oh, I can't remember. It was either the crooks or or what's that other band called? We had one. I think we had one. Graham had said, um, "Why don't you? Why don't you come along?" Like I'd played in a few other bands, so there wasn't. I didn't have time to join Pelts, but then a couple of bands had split up, and then there was time, and then I came along, and I can genuinely after like um, I'd been playing on the stage for Mm -hmm. about fifteen minutes before I realised how easy it was to play with those guys. Like it didn't. I always used to get you always get a wee bit nervous before gigs, Mm -hmm. and then I realised playing with them. 
I was not nervous Aww. at all. I just walked on the stage and was playing with them. Mm-hmm. And after like 10, 15 minutes, I was like, oh, I'm on a stage playing a gig with these guys. And it was the easiest oh, I've nice. ever segued into a band ever. Wow. And it was... It was lovely. So, that's, I, mean, I suppose, I suppose, was, like seeing the first ever gig is probably yeah. you set yourself for for going downhill from there. But <laughs> well, so far, anyway, that that's the best gig. gig it was just like, that that holds a special place in my heart as well because yeah. after we played that gig, I oh, yeah. I peed, went to the toilet, and <laughs> in the cubicle, somebody had um, written uh, they'd drawn a love heart and written pelts inside it on the cubicle oh. wall, and I was like, that, that was like our oh, first and probably only ever bit on, of graffiti. It was on Valentine's <laughs> and it wasn't Day. Me that did it. So that was really like, yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that gig as well. Yeah, I didn't like that one. No, um, <laughs> but I remember you saying we were in the bar in King Tut's downstairs afterwards and you said you wanted to be a pelt. Yeah. And we we mulled it over for a few weeks <laughs> and said, all right. Because uh, you'd been resisting our lure up till then. Clearly it was working. Subconsciously. Yeah. I also have a I have a fond memory of a a gig we played in Edinburgh, the one at the Leith. That came into my head as well. That was such a fun gig. Oh, the Leith? No, that was another one I was thinking. Are you thinking the Halloween Halloween one? one. That was really good. Cabaret Voltaire. That was such a good gig as well. Um, We always find when we play Edinburgh, this is weird because you would expect it to be the other way around, but in Edinburgh people seem to get really into a gig more and like we'll dance and stuff. Whereas in Glasgow, people would tend to be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. Do you, would you well, it depends on the place, but I think it's, we've had limited experience of playing in Edinburgh. Yeah, but, well, yeah, like literally two times, but people, <laughs> yeah. people are always so yeah. into it and, mm-hmm. and, and engaged, which is really nice. Um, well, we're playing there tomorrow night, so... Yeah, yeah, we are, we are. Let's see if we can get dancers. Yeah, that would be good. Guys, don't fancy coming and dancing. <laughs> just in case, just back up, just in stage, case. They're like, oh, nobody's what dancing, are we quick. Here? You know, like 70s... For pans people. Yeah. <laughs> or was it not like? Kaylee's. Yeah, well. A dashing white sergeant. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there was a conga. Was there a conga? Did I make there was that up? at the Cabri Voltaire. So we were playing actually on Halloween mm-hmm. in Cabri Voltaire, and we kind of had costumes on. Tom was Tom was there playing his, his horn with a big witchy hat on. Yeah. Well, it was just it was it was kind of full of students, and they were all the well, we were playing a sort of sad sad banger at yeah. one point, and they were all kind of swaying and hugging yeah. each other, and it's quite yeah, special. Yeah, not not quite a conga, but you know. I know. I think at one point. <laughs> I think at another point they, there was something yeah, resembling sure there a conga. Was yeah. Slow sad conga. Mm. It's always the one. Weird. The thing the ones that you really hype yourself up for. Do they, know, they don't always turn out down. to be the the memorable yeah. ones. Yeah, it kind of depends on the crowd as well. Sometimes, yeah. like you just need to have that right dynamic. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like because we played a gig at Saint Luke's, which I was, I, I did still really enjoy that because yeah. it's such a beautiful venue. But I don't know the 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 crowd didn't seem quite right for us. They were mostly from Cumbernauld. Were they? Yeah. Who would be supporting that night? It was Dead Man Fall. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. I think that everyone was just really excited to see them and they were like, right, hurry up and finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what you want to do. Yeah, I do agree. There's so much of its luck with who, which audience you get. Mm. And, yeah. some, and a lot of the time, if it's a support slot that you've been offered, then even when you think it's a good fit, I don't know, it's mm. just... Um, you know, probably 
probably some of the best gigs I've played with other bands have been completely unexpected nights where you think, yeah. I've no idea what to expect, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. what the people in the audience have come to expect to start, and then yeah. you just immediately after like one song you've just like thought, oh, they totally get us, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just a really yeah. good vibe in the room and it's it's like parties like the parties that you're most excited for are always the the most rubbish ones and it's always like the nights out that are kind of unplanned and you know the ones where you nearly don't go yeah they're always the best nights and i think that that can Mm -hmm. sometimes be true of gigs as well it's been quite good like the variety of gigs because there's six of us and a lot of times somebody doesn't make it you end up doing like different formats of things and it yeah. kind of keeps yeah. it interesting good, for us yeah. so even if you've gone back and played like you know like we've maybe played broadcast a couple of times but probably like one time was like a full band with six people and the other time was four of us and it was yeah and it was just a totally different sound and it was you know it yeah kinda, well we played it without drums it. we played broadcast without drums that may open yeah. for the bats what we do tend to do though well what I, I tend to take this upon myself if a certain band member can't make it, I'll usually put a framed photo of them on the stage. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. And in fact, we ended up doing it. We had to do a, an impromptu an impromptu photo shoot recently because uh, we were going to be in a thing in the in the newspapers, and Ralph was too busy. So I, <laughs> I we were carrying around a wee framed photo of Ralph, but it didn't actually didn't actually really make it into the photos that were published. But but you were there. You were there. Thing that you yeah. do when you just don't yeah. have a band member, and then people yeah. will see just a photo of a couple of people in a photo frame, and they'll be like, That's yeah. Hopefully, they won't think we're dead. Hopefully, not. Th- yeah. That is the danger, I know. Like, you see, like, there's just like a little yeah. framed photo of somebody on like a bass amp, and everyone's going, Oh, poor Pelts, they lost that guy. No, 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 he's not. He just, <laughs> he's just on holiday. He's in a work day. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't like the little tea light next to it. Yeah. 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 Should, be, should be fine. An eternal flame. <laughs> no, when, when Stu was on holiday once, and you you stepped in to play bass, and we had the picture of Stu um, with his like a Hawaiian shirt and a pint in his hand. Yeah. So it's not not the kind of picture you would have for a memorial. Unless it's a really cool memorial. Yeah. Like, really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. he is, we think. Yeah, unless he's a cult leader. Hmm. Well, which yeah. could still be cool let's be honest <laughs> to be fair though I think I reckon most cult leaders come across as pretty cool guys mm. and that's how they start yeah yeah. and they realise oh hang on I can turn this into a cult do you think they have the active thought of going no switch cult on <laughs> you know like I will start yeah, a cult now cult. <laughs> no I think they just get all wrapped up in people worshipping them yeah and it goes yeah. a bit too far is yeah. that a thing now? Is there not like a thing, a program at the moment about like Waco? About what? Mm-hmm. Waco, what, that, that, that crazy. David um, Koresh. Yeah, David Koresh. Because ah, earlier yeah. this year there was that one about the. Oh, I forgot what it's called. The Indian Guru. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That was that, like Netflix. Yeah, thing, America. Yeah. Oh. Um, I can't remember what it's called, oh, but it was good. It was really good. Shh, shh. Oh. Forgotten everyone's oh, that's annoying. It. But. No. Pe- pe- people love listening to people trying to remember things, don't they? <laughs> it's it's so this is what our whole show is. Right? <laughs> don't mock it. I, do you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is one of them. <laughs> that was actually that was actually shaping up to be some kind of compliment. Yeah. It didn't sound like it. Like you saved it at the last minute. Yeah. 
Never, what are your favourite podcasts? Oh. 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 You've broken like the fourth wall or something. Yeah. Don't ask the interviewers. <laughs> Edit point. So we just fell <laughs> into the floor. Oh. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> There's no, there's no need to ask the uh, answer of. Uh, no, that's a good question. Uh, I don't. Uh, I used to listen to a podcast that's also a radio show, and it was by these two guys from New Zealand who have this radio show called The Edge. And yeah, I used to love their accent. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love listening to their accent, and they're really quite funny. And I just used to put it on all the time when I was like going to work or something. Hmm. It would just like cheer me up and make me feel a bit like I'm at home, even though I'm not from New Zealand. I'm from Australia. I don't know why, but something made me happy inside. That's like us, that's like us being far from home and listening to Irish accents. Exactly. To, yeah. It's just as weird. I can but tell you, you really might funny do it one day, and then you will know. Then you will know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's entirely no, but possible. You said about the Irish accents, that is so true. Hmm. Like, how do I start this massive story and not make it massive? <laughs> so I was in New York doing some travelling on my mm-hmm. own, right? I had one day to wait until my flight and I suddenly realised I didn't have anywhere to stay. So I went on like lastminute.com or something and got this hostel in Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd be fine. And as I'm on the, 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 what do they call it there? Tube? Do they call it a tube? Subway. Subway? Subway? Yeah. Whatever. Underground train system. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm on that, I'm getting further and further away. And it's taking ages to get there, and it's getting scarier. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the people that are leaving, I'm like, oh, please don't leave. <laughs> and the people that are coming on, I'm like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> and um, eventually, got off the train that was pitch black at this point. I'm walking around the streets, can't find it. Eventually, I find it was like a number I was looking for and mm. I'm walking up and down this street and I can't find the number and then I looked across the road and there was this tiny little white door and it had the number say it was 89 I can't remember but it was written on in marker pen mm. on the outside of the door <laughs> I was oh no and I went to the door and this guy answered and he had like <laughs> long greasy hair and he was like oh I need your money now and I was like oh, okay take the money and then he showed me into my uh like, it was like sort of like a different house he had that was yeah. the hostel, right? Hmm. Walked in, and I s- kid you not, there must have been about 30 people in like the living room, and it wasn't that big. Like, they couldn't fit on the couch, and they're all spilling off the couch. And he took me through to my room, and it was a tiny little room for like a single bed, and they'd crammed six bunk beds in it. Oh and I was right at the far end, and I had to like. <laughs> climb over and it was awkward and then I woke up at some point in the middle of the night and there was a Chinese man climbing over me and it was all really really weird right but I was terrified and I remember being so scared that I texted my mum just saying love you (laughs) (laughs) terrified and I was too scared to leave and like get food and I was starving I thought I'll just go just go to bed I'm lying there freaking out um because the woman who's on the bunk underneath me has told me that she works at night oh. and she just got up to go to work and I'm like oh god this is ridiculous and I'm lying there freaking out and I can hear and I like two Irish guys chatting to each other and the relief I felt is oh my god I'm saved and then one of them <laughs> said to the other it's like I don't know about you but I've never been so scared in my entire life <laughs> and I was like oh my god the Irish are scared I'm dead <laughs> but yeah it was horrible. 
<laughs> and I think I got up at like five o'clock in the morning and got back on the subway and that was me at the airport for eight hours because I couldn't stand being there. How much did you pay to stay there? Oh, it was, it was quite cheap, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Get what you paid so. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't expect too much. But that's like two dollars. <laughs> I paid two dollars. It was like at least, <laughs> at least like twenty-five dollars. That's a lot though for yeah. a hostel. Yeah. yeah. But New York's expensive. Well, yeah. But just that r- relief I felt when I heard the Irish and then the instant terror again. It was too much. It's too much. It sounds like quite a, sub- a submersive travel experience. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. It was um, up and down, shall we say. Hmm. <laughs> it stayed are. with you. Yeah. Also, on that subway ride to Brooklyn, I had this big, like, it was like a big hold all bag with wheels, right? And on the subway, it exploded and it ripped. And my my sleeping bag was rolling about the subway, which is hilarious, right? <laughs> and I'm pissed myself laughing, running about trying to catch it. And nobody there laughs. You know, no. just look down, nobody looks at you. I'm like, are you joking? You this is hilarious. <laughs> running around. <laughs> <laughs> I just like through the subway. Nobody helped me. They maybe thought you were going to ask for money for entertaining them with your dancing sleeping bag. Rhythmic gymnastics with sleeping bag. Yeah. (laughs) You know, why have I not thought about this? I could be making a fortune off that act. I don't know. They see me on Piano Street the Mm -hmm. weekend kicking my sleeping bag down. I don't think there's there's any any room on the Glasgow subway. No. 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 I'll give it a go anyway, see what happens. No, because people would help you in Glasgow. No, it's my living. <laughs> Put it down. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, that was a really long story. Sorry. <laughs> I could have made it longer. could have talked about the guys playing basketball. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Slam dunks. <laughs> anyway. Right, so you guys have a gig coming up this Saturday. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have one on Friday. One on Friday. Friday. At, um, That's it. In Edinburgh. Yeah. At the Wee Red Bar. Mm-hmm. With an, an Edinburgh band called Rest, mm-hmm. but with a W. Rest. Oh, rest. rest. Like, oh, a rest. like a rain. Like a rain, yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. But a a, like a resting rain. Range. Yep. Oh, yeah. Any other? W R Wrestle. So anyway, they're apparently quite the thing, this band. Very popular with the people of Edinburgh. So we're going to play with them mm-hmm. tomorrow night. We're very much looking forward to that. So if, you, if you're if you not listening to this in the future <laughs> and uh, you are going to be in Edinburgh on tomorrow, the 30th of November, 2018, <laughs> that's where we'll be. And But on, on Saturday, we're back in Glasgow at the Hug and Pint ah, on Great Western know. Road. Uh and we're doing we're playing as part of a show supporting Scottish Association for Mental Health. So I'm just so used to calling them Sam H. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I was like, but yeah, Scottish Association for Mental Health, which is a, a charity that's definitely very close to our, our hearts. Yes. Not just us, but actually with the exception of the guy St Mungo who will be opening the show, mm-hmm. uh, the three other bands, that's ourselves, the map department and beta tone distraction, we all kind of, we're kind of like a Venn diagram, Ooh. sort of, because we there's like a, a shared member between each band. It's like a sort of an extended family. 
And That's so cool. Ollie plays in Beatles One yeah. Distraction. And Ben plays in the math department. Yeah, but he prefers playing with us. Uh, yeah. He told me that. Yeah, his yeah. number that's, one that, That's yeah. made clear. He's just too scared to leave the map department because they're crazed cult leaders. Yes. Ah, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, the point is, it's going to be a really good night of excellent music mm-hmm. and we're hoping to raise a good deal yeah, of money for... to raise lots of money. Yes. yes. It's such an important charity. Very much so, very much so. Thank you. One more gig as well. I was going to say, yes. yes. It's a Christmas gig. Mm-hmm. On Step into Christmas, why don't you? Yeah. We should have called it that. It's step, not too late. Step. It's not too no, late. It's, not too it's quite late. long. Step into Christmas, why don't you? <laughs> Pelts into Christmas. Pelts into Christmas, oh. yeah. Pelts into Christmas. The admission is not free, is it? It is free. Yes, the admission uh, well, is free. Well, the admi- admission oh. is free, but um, it's uh, it's pay what you want, but all yes. the proceeds are for a local food bank. So it's not free. Christmas. It's not free, it's but... Not free. It shouldn't be. You, if you don't pay, you're a really bad person. That is pretty much what we're going to be telling people yeah. all night. The more you say it, the more money you get. Yeah. yeah. It's like comic relief. You don't have to pay, but you'll be kind of ushered towards a kind of unpleasant area yeah. with a bad view of the stage that's got sawdust to the floor um, obviously not but yeah well it's the, is it the South West Glasgow Food Bank yes is that right? I think so um, so is it donations both in terms of monetary and people can bring stuff with them if they want but food. it's basically pay what you want at the door and all the money will go and it's at the rum shack Yes, that's, yes, that's an important piece of information. Yes. Yeah. On the 16th of December. <laughs> Sunday the 16th of December. The when and the where. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, sorry, just to be clear, people can bring food for the food bank as well. Yeah, yeah. They, can, they can do what they want. They can bring food for us as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I always appreciate a gig yeah. snack. Yeah. <laughs> a bag of wasabi peas or something. I was going to bring a tin of macaroni. Do you want that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's so just my that's just my go to. I don't know. They always say like tin goods. I bet tin they won't have tin macaroni in that basket. No. They'll have your classic beans and spaghetti. Yeah. And pears. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Pears in a light syrup. <laughs> I hate when you get pears in a heavy syrup. No, it's not good, is it? Rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> really drags down your dessert. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's all the upcoming. Uh, <laughs> We haven't we haven't actually, we haven't really played live much for the last couple of months, and now we've we've got like next couple of days we've got like nine gigs. What? Something or well, not? Maybe That's just two. That's a slight exaggeration. Slight exaggeration. It just feels like that. So. I know everything happens at once. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of freak out. Like, That's what you do do, and then it's over, and you're like, oh. Well, plus yeah. it's also getting to the end of the year. Yep. Just creeping up really quickly. It's nice to be doing a Christmas show. It's, it's always a nice, it's a nice way to round off the year, isn't it? Mm. I think you should do more than one Christmas cover. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm into Christmas, that. Christmas show. Yeah. Well, or at least, you know. It could be like that Bill Murray um, oh, a bit, Christmas. Oh, a, a, a very Murray, Murray Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we could do that, but us. Get some Muppets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, will, we will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Important also to note, though, is, is, is the Christmas show for our label, which is Iffy Folk. Mm-hmm. Iffy Folk is the label. And Pelts are on Iffy Folk. And also uh, the Paperback Throne. Sorry, is it just Paperback Throne? Did I add a the that shouldn't have been there? No, I think 
the definitely yeah, I guess the yeah. I've done, I've done sleeves for you. I should know. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's yeah. check. So that's uh, Ralph and his good lady. Yeah. They make very beautiful music, mm-hmm. and I think on the night you will be augmented by a pelt or two. Yeah, we're gonna do pelts full backing bands. We're gonna play our Christmas EP. Mm-hmm. Which is First a chance. very beautiful EP. I think I might want to go to this thing. Yeah, free entry. Free entry. Like with a donation. And what's our favourite? What's our yeah? Uh, the rum's my favourite. So it's my favourite more, too. More enticing oh. than Sixteenth <laughs> of December is <laughs> lots of rum and we'll a shack a shack to drink you, right? it in. Yeah. Dancing well, would be very much appreciated yeah, at the yeah. Christmas gig, I think. Also on the night we've got is it uh, Kevin Kevin Peagle Day? Yes. Mm-hmm. The um S- spoken spoken word artist. Yes. I don't want to call him something he didn't like to be described as. Uh, and the Glasgow Cross, which is always a a stunning performance. Uh, is he going to do a Christmas cover? I don't. Very know. much doubt it. I will ask him. I think that could be good though. It could be good. Um and Jenny Lindsay. Jenny well, Lindsay, who's a poet and spoken word artist, and she is absolutely brilliant. So plenty to plenty of good stuff in the night. It's a nice mixture of treats. Yeah, it does sound good. I'd say. Right, well, I'll be there. The only downside is after that, the rest of Christmas may be a bit of an anticlimax, yeah. but yeah, it's a risk you've got to take. And the other issue is I've just told everyone that nobody ever puts tinned macaroni in the food bank, and now yeah, everyone, the whole trolley is going to be overflowing yeah. with tins of macaroni. So now I'm going to have to think of something else. Yeah. Oh, terrible. <laughs> That's hard. My dad used to... Um, have tins of lamb tongue. Mm. Ooh, that lamb is different. Tongue? Sheep mm. tongue. Ah. Yum yum yum. Quite quite tasty. Really? Actually Probably quite is. tasty. Yeah. That's from where'd you get them? Which supermarket? Don't know where you got it from. I feel like maybe PRK or something like that. Safeway. I'm definitely not. Oh, Safeway. Remember Safeway? Oh. Did you ever have you ever experienced a Safeway? Mm. No, Kim's Kim's yeah. not experienced a Safeway. Yeah. It's a bit like a Morrison's, but with a different name. Because yeah, it was Morrison's, was it? <laughs> yeah, okay. essentially. Well, there we go. Safeway was better. Safeway was better. Ah, them were the days. <laughs> anyway. A no hot topic of conversation we're covering. Old <laughs> <laughs> defunct supermarkets. But we're very excited to be back in action. That's the bottom Good. line. Yes. With a bullet. Well, we've loved having you. Yes, Thank you very much for having um, us. We will be putting out all the details of all the shows that you guys have mentioned. Thank you very much. That are coming up. Um, and we would love if you could play us out on a song. No, we refuse. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Good night, sir. Fine then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're so good at convincing people. Mm. We should be interrogators. <laughs> um, this song is called Throwing Sticks. True that. We made a solid star, breaking bread and fusing hearts. 
We saw the seasons open up and close behind us Worshiping the sun Respectful to the rain Stage whisper in italics And uppercase kisses Case kisses. Oh, cutting flowers in the dark, and livid skies above our park. The trees have arms and swaying fingers, swaying fingers. Sticks for the black dog, for the black dog. Oh, throwing sticks for the black dog. Throwing sticks for the black dog. For the black dog. Throwing sticks for the black dog. Oh, God lost in you. And found myself a little less lost If I'm no longer heaven bound Heaven bound Oh With thrown sticks for the black dog for the black dog Oh Those sticks for the black dog Those sticks for the black dog For the black dog Those sticks for the black dog Oh I love you And you love me And that's just the way it's gonna be I love you you love me, and that's just the way it's gonna be. I love you, and you love me, and that's just the way it's gonna be. I love you, and you love me, and that's just the way it's gonna be. I love you, and you love me, and that's just the way it's gonna be.